Disciple of Cthulhu presents a Pulp Cthulhu campaign. A cold fire within. So there was a poppy that had been retrieved uh, that a few people went to look in on uh, with very little result, I think, other than, nope, don't know what it is. Uh, kind of looks like a rooted poppy and don't know anything about it, I think is basically the mm -hmm. poppy summary. <clears throat> Did anything else happen besides? Besides me going to the, I think we we had a discussion about like I I don't really see the reason to go and investigate any of the other leads. They're not that compelling. Yeah. And then you decided to do it anyway and got all the clues. So <laughs> exactly. yeah, exactly. exactly. So right. So <laughs> the Finn, uh, still trying to figure out this Fontenelle fellow, uh, decided to look for his books. Found one of his books in uh, our club's library. From there, got his publisher, called his publisher, uh, <clears throat> tried to trying to arrange a meeting with Fontenelle, um, managed to get a call back from Fontenelle's wife, who is leaving him, uh, which was very fortuitous, because then Carl was able to go visit her as she, and I think her sister, were moving all the wife's Cordelia's stuff out of their house. Um, and Finns, of course, being known throughout the world as particularly uh, charming and uh, passionate people, um, managed to somehow convince the wife. Uh, I think they offered to help um, <laughs> with the moving. Uh, it helped a little bit. Um, Along with a bottle of wine, I think. Yes, and a, and a nice <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> um, Got some time alone in Fontenelle's office. Uh, found his journal. Uh, found his other books. Um, found so and found a particular scrap of paper. So apparently Fontenelle is working with Argus, who has been, according to Fontenelle, possessed by someone or something. Uh, and together, uh, the two of them, along with the secretary to a particular senator, uh, Lee Saracen is the secretary, secretary to Senator Windrup, uh, plan to conquer something somehow. Um, senator Windrup uh, thinking about a run for president. So that's ominous. Uh, Fontenelle did have a particular number of books around lost civilizations and the hollow earth. So I think we think that that's where kind of they're off to in order to uh, work on their plan for world domination. Uh, and the scrap of paper or something about Leopold booking travel for, Arg for Argus uh, to Sauger, possibly torn off in the middle of a word, whatever Sauger is. Uh, it's a fish. I don't think that's helpful. <laughs> um, and that's it. Yeah. So I guess we open on the Open Mind Club. Uh, 
in the parlor with uh, most everybody there. Leaving you to decide what you want to do with all this new information. I, the first question is whether Jim is going to share it with the rest of us. I mean, uh, Carl. <laughs> uh, well, yes. we know what the answer would be if it was Jim. <laughs> but thankfully, it's Carl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Okay. Um, I mean, you did say. I mean, you did say he wasn't important. So I don't know why. I don't know why I would want to bother you with all this unimportant inform clearly unimportant information. Um. Mm. Well, I think I, I am curious about Sauger and what it is besides a fish, but I'm also I'm I'm a little more curious. I think about Fontenelle's books. Uh, so I'd previously kind of skimmed Gods Within and Without. So I think I would take a skim through uh, mm -hmm. both Wisdom Unbound and the Quest for Aryan Eden. Um, I don't know that that's going to tell us a whole lot other than what we already know, but. So it is the afternoon. So, I mean, I will say if you wanted to pick one of the books to probably read through more in depth throughout the rest of today and the evening, I think the most likely uh, do that because it I will think, take some time. I think the quest for Irene Eden is being the mm. more recent one is probably the more relevant one. But also it's referenced the golden age of Lomar in this. It, uh, yeah. And based so, on, based on the, uh, the note, in, based on the note uh, or the summary on the dust jacket of the book, that it's about lost civilizations and the ancestral homeland of the Aryans and so forth, that kind of ties in with what we know from his journal. So I think that's that's the one I'll go for. Okay. But yeah. Otherwise, I would hand over the note and say, "Oh, what's this? What's this Sauger place? Where are they going?" Uh, and I didn't take the books, but I made a list of the other books that he had regarding lost civilizations and hollow earth. So I would hand that over as well. Is the journal? Oh, so you didn't take the um, hollow earth, the journey to the Earth's interior? No, I mean I made a note. Yeah. I made a, I made a list of those books, but the only ones that I took were the ones he wrote. Question for Max: If did we last time? Did we um, look into this Salga? I mean, it, it looks like you did um, not. Right. You, Jim's just our Mr. Ev has just returned. You guys all yeah. returned from your various uh, research okay. and outings for the day. So yeah, it's still the afternoon. Probably a couple hours until you know two hours or so until dinner time ish. Yeah. So you've got some time to do some research, and of course you have a nice library here. So, so we want to do some we want to do some breaking and entering later. So that's uh, that's something to look forward to. Does Salga mean anything? I mean, look, it looks like this has been ripped off. So, so if, can I rack my brain for any nearby places that begin with that? Um, or maybe they're just going fishing. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to give me a, I mean, obviously, it's, you, would, you can infer how you like, uh, but since it says book travel for Argus to Sagar 
and then ripped off. You yep. would think it's a place. Yeah, I do. So, yeah, I mean, there's um, some atlases mm -hmm. uh, in the book there. Um, you can, you know, take, take some time, about a half an hour, looking through, kind of cross-referencing. Um, and you find that the closest uh, thing that would make sense would be that there is a place in near down near the Catskills call or up, I guess, up from where you are, uh, mm -hmm. called Saugerties. S-A-U-G-E-R-T-I-E-S. Saugerties, New York. Ah. Now, would that be if we talk to our psychic friend, is that is that outside of the range of what he thought was not um, that are you referring to to Randolph and how he did that clairvoyance the first day? It wasn't Randolph, was it? It was oh yeah, sorry, it was it was Jamie Randolph. No, I'm thinking because there's too many Randolphs. Who's who yeah. was that? I mean, really. Uh, it, it was um, Mr. Randolph. He was uh, the one right, that yeah. took Mr. Sterling's uh, or Melody Sterling's wedding ring and yep. did a little mumbo jumbo. Um, so he said it was not in the tri-state area. Is would I be correct in thinking that the Catskills is outside of that? No, that's definitely in the tri-state area. Um, but oh, okay. the the specific feeling that he got was that he could not sense Mr. Sterling. Okay. Take that as you will. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll point this out on on the atlas to the others. What 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 is it? Is it like a um, a resort or? Socrates uh... is. It's a fairly oh, were going camping, weren't they? small town, but yeah, I mean, if you know, it's about 50 miles south of Albany, 100 miles north of Manhattan, on the west side of the Hudson River. It's um, uh, history includes Irish, German, Italian immigrants. Uh, the estimated population hovers around 9,000. Local industries uh, would include iron and paper processing. There's some brick and bluestone quarries there um, used in construction, usually sidewalks. And uh, yeah, it's um, pretty much right on the river. There's a train station up there that you would be able to take uh, pretty much right into the town, if you so desired. So, yeah, it's not a huge town. It's, you know, small to on the lower side of medium. Um, but, yeah, it's more of like a mountain, you know, country town. Right. So people would go there if they wanted to go out into the woods to go camping. It would definitely be a place where you could do that, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Can I look in the library here for any of these books, The Paradise Found, Beast Men and Gods, A Journey to Earth's Interior? Sure. Go ahead and uh, I guess give me a library roll, please. 66. Uh, library is 40. No. We have an extensive library, but the card catalog is not well maintained. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like you can find them in the card catalog. Okay. Oh. Uh, is there a librarian to this library? Is there no. someone who maintains the books? No. Well, I'll start with the, the private collection of the club and of um, Mr. Bellows. The so guy's house. Say, I was going to say the problem is that the card catalog is probably the butler. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I'll start. I'll start wandering the shelves, basically looking around, seeing if I could find any of these books anywhere in them amongst the shelves. Cool. Give me a luck roll. Luck roll. Oh, should we have rolled luck? Oh, yes, we should. Sorry. Not used no. to doing uh, cult, yep. So, yeah, everyone can go ahead and roll and advance their luck. So, if you fail, if you fail 1d10, 2d10 plus 10. Yes, if you fail, 2d10 plus 10. If you succeed on your current 1D10 luck, 10 plus it's 5. correct. And then, Jonathan, I think you get an extra d10 anyway yep. because of lucky. So I'm basically going up to 99. So <laughs> You and me both. That's easy. I need to start spending some luck. I need, I need, to, I need some rolls. <laughs> so I just got 24, so that's... Uh... 80, oh, I could have spent luck on that roll anyway, um, 89. Um, anyway, I got a zero two on my luck roll. Cool, so uh, you find you end up actually finding all three. Hmm. Paradise Found, Beasts, Men and Gods, and the second uh, the second edition of A Journey to the Earth's Interior. So you can read some more about that. And you can take some time cool. tonight and do that if you like. Most definitely. I'll definitely be reading up on these. Go, hey, look what I found. And I'll put these books down. Mm. Fascinating. But, um... When are we going to go and break into Argus's house? <laughs> you see, Sean's just sort of jumping up and down with nervous energy. Nothing's stopping you. Why don't you go now? Uh, Is breaking yeah. down, uh, breaking in what we want to do, or did we want to? I think there was. There was originally, and um, I think maybe even yesterday, some talk about the distraction to empty the house for whatever reason. Call from the police station. That was what it was. Yeah, I was going to have the, the police station calling 
down for some parking tickets or something. His assistant. Call him like back mm -hmm. to Manhattan. Does that sound reasonable or you just mm -hmm. want to go in there and bop him on the head? They're away at the moment, isn't they? No, well, but the, the assistant is there. Yeah, that was the problem. Oh, the assistant is Yeah, yeah. Um, is the assistant there during the... at, at night time? He was last time. That, um, That's an assumption, though, isn't it? Rather than knowing that for a fact. There was someone there, but I don't think anyone got a good look. Correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, because they didn't come through the door, right? Right. How about we we go back and we we spend a bit of time watching the place? Um, if maybe he has to leave at some point, and we can use that as an opportunity. That's like a good to look time. around. Okay. Yeah. No, we can do that. Yeah. My suggestion I about can read these my suggestion about the um, uh, the call from about the parking tickets would be that we would know that you know if he has to leave the house and go all the way into the city to Manhattan um, that would we know about how much time we would have versus if he just maybe went down the street mm -hmm. or something like that to get a bite to eat. Well, I believe Mrs. Randolph was was didn't didn't you contact this assistant and inquired about uh, an appointment with with Mr. Argus? Perhaps perhaps you could uh, invite this Mr. Langhorn out to dinner. I don't know if Jamie's here today. Mm -hmm. I thought I saw Jamie is here today. Hey, hey. my lovely wife. <laughs> yeah, no, she's just been listening in, letting you males all make your decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Shauna, of course. Naturally. Um, and so Miss, Mrs. Randolph did call. She did speak yep. to Mr. Langhorn about potentially... Um, I uh, don't recall if it was him coming out to meet her, but I know he said he, you know, if you're more than welcome to come stop by during business hours and, you know, he could talk to you, get a little bit of background and then schedule an appointment for you in July. Right. That was with uh, Percy she talked to. Yep. Yes. Yep. Mr. Percy Langhorn. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Was that a uh, <laughs> yes to the idea of distracting Mr. Langhorn? I, yeah, I actually thought she tried to convince him to come to the city. Mm -hmm. And even yeah, and he said that. Yeah, I mean, that I, might I be a bit a bit too hard, but perhaps you could convince him to just step away from the premises for a Sure. I, I'm happy to give him a call and uh, see if he'll meet me at a fashionable restaurant in the area. Hmm. The kind that, you know, somebody of his salary would not be able to normally afford. 
Well, sure. So you okay, so I will call him call? up. Yep. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Mr. Langhorn. Uh, yes. Yes. Hello. Did we speak the other day? Did we did, and I uh, we talked about me potentially coming out and talking to you about the uh, the wonderful work that uh, Mr. Argus does. I have to say though, I'm running a little behind schedule. I'm wondering. Um, and I, I just, I, if I don't get my lunch, I, I get positively peckish. Uh, would you mind meeting me for lunch, say at noon today? There's a restaurant just uh, just a short distance from where you are that uh, I've been told has uh, lovely sandwiches and tea, and uh, it would just be it would be so convenient for me, so convenient for me. Why don't you give me some sort of social role of the hard variety? Uh... Yes, it would be dinner. You're correct, Jim, because uh, it is towards the afternoon, later in the afternoon. So, uh, yeah. So she will charm him with a slight burning of luck <laughs> at the hardest level. Yeah, so, um, well, I mean. I guess uh, I do have to go get dinner here after taking off for the day. So, uh, sure, you know, if you not? have a if you have if, a young lady friend, you could bring her along, and we could meet for just a little bit, and then I'd be happy to just pay for the dinner for the two of you. It would be a nice treat for her. Well, I mean, that would be nice. Unfortunately, I'm uh, I'm an available man at the moment. Um, but I mean, is would it just be you or? Would your husband be coming with? I don't want oh, to be no, improper. I, yeah, no, no. You don't need to worry about it. that's that's part of the reason I, I, I will confess that's part of the reason why I'm thinking a public place would be better anyway than a a married woman coming to a, a house with a as you said, unaccompanied bachelor. Uh, um, that might yeah. be a little bit more more difficult to explain. I'd, I'd rather I think I think well, that's part I... of it. Why don't I meet you there around six? Uh, that that should give me enough time to, you know, close up for the day and oh, and make my way over there. That's lovely. Bring your appetite, and uh, we'll have we'll have a lovely dinner together. And maybe mm. I can find a nice young girl to hook you up with. Because <laughs> that's what we do in the thirties. We don't worry about what the person <laughs> <it> wants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, very well, Mrs. Randolph. I uh, will see you in a few hours. Lovely. Could I hook him up with Sean? <laughs> I just glare at uh, oh, <laughs> Randolph. Shauna deserves someone much more, much more than this little man. Um, there you well, are. Shauna needs to, <coughs> to go home and change into an outfit more suitable for breaking and entering. Um, She's got to accessorize. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Randolph, or Mr. Pellish, I should say, um, he will just basically be in normal street gear, but with his uh, tools of the trade. <laughs> and just so I understand the timing, is this is this the, the night after there was an unsuccessful break-in? There was. Oh. It was two nights after. 
It's the following uh, no. night, but right? It's, it's the following night. Okay. I was, I was going to take issue with the unsuccessful part. We brought a flower. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did, dear. Of course you did. <laughs> Here, see, it's in my boutonniere right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Or in my jacket. So, yeah. Um, about two hours until dinner time out in uh, Weehawken. Okay. Can I do some reading while before it happens? Reading car. We can start. Yeah. Cool. Mr. Ebb could start as well if he's not going out to do anything, or I don't know if Mr. Ebb's even coming with you. That's up to him. Uh, he is not. He's busy reading. I have found enough clues for the day. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a nice bottle of wine for yourself. Well, there's more than enough libations at the club for Mr. Ebb to be entertained and uh, imbibe whatever he needs to. So, yeah. So, I guess what's your guys' plan? Dinner's in two hours. I'm going to call the car around at some point to get out there. I want to make sure I'm on time. Certainly not taking any public transportation over there. <laughs> well, you probably don't need plan, to. You can afford it. Yeah, probably plan to get there a little bit before they leave. Um, before um, uh, Jack. Uh, Jamie gets there and basically keep watch. Well, we want to see Langhorn leave and, and ideally yeah. confirm that the place is, is empty. So, Did see you? if we see him lock yeah. up. Um, so, who's going Gerald, to the house? you got to come. I'm definitely going to come. Yes, I... I'm definitely going. I, I was there last night, so I can... Uh, Show us around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And over here is where I broke the lock, and over there is where we removed the panel. <laughs> At least we don't need to check the greenhouse again. That sounded a bit, uh, bit like an ordeal. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess um, we can fast forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you guys can make it out there about 15, 20 minutes before Mr. Langhorn or should be locking up and leaving. So, uh, Mrs. Randolph, you'll just be waiting at the restaurant for him, I'm assuming, as you indicated. Yes, indeed. Yep. Okay. Um, so, how, where are you guys positioning yourself on the street? Again, this is a nice residential street. Um, you know, houses and cars on either side. Not really anywhere other to sit in a car other than right on the street out in the open. I think out in the open is fine, but a bit bit further down the street, he he has no reason to know who we are, right? He has never seen us. Correct. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit down the street. Um. Yeah, I think with my background, I have 
a general idea about how to do this somewhat in unobtrusively. Okay. Put a few cars in between us and him, you know, and um, just so we can see him kind of walk out to the car and then. Uh, yeah. If we know where the restaurant is and where the general direction he's going to be heading, we sort of position ourselves in the other way. So he hopefully doesn't drive right by us or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, he could go either way. But, sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's. If you're not sitting right in front of the house, then that's no, no. We're not so, going to sit right in front of the house um, with like large binoculars staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's time passes. Mailbox. Park there. Time passes, and um, uh, go ahead and give me spot hidden rolls. Okay. Ooh. I thought it was a zero 08, but it's an 80. I've got a 24, so I've got a hard success. So, Mr. Pell, you can see, um, you know, you could see a, uh, a gentleman walk out from approximate uh, as the property where the Argus residence and office is. He uh, gets in a car, the younger gentleman, and uh, yeah, gets in a car and starts up and drives away. Oh, awesome. Right. He's gone. Oh, Shauna wakes up. <laughs> yeah, I'll grab my tool bag and go, let's go. Yeah. I'll start take start walking towards. Yeah, let's venture uh, from the rear, shall we? Mm hmm. And I'll take them to the oh, back. Don't you want to check first? To see if someone's there? Yeah, knock. Just go up and knock on the door first. Okay, sure. Let's do that. And you wait about 15, 30 seconds. There's no answer. You don't see any lights on in the house. Can you twit spot hidden to see if there's any kids playing in the street? Staring at us or something like that. Yeah. Go. Well, why don't we get a party luck roll? See if there's anyone. Ah. Well, my luck's at ninety-nine. Thanks to the uh, the pulp rules, I'm a more manageable sixty-nine now, which would normally be awesome. So I just and I have a twenty-seven, so that works nicely. Nice. Hard success. Yeah. The uh, seems like probably most everyone's inside or sitting down to dinner around this time. So yeah, well, you are in I'll, the clear. I will quickly just quickly pull my tools, up, pull my lock picks out from the bag, and and you're staying at the, the front lock. or going around the back. Um, if we're at the front door and there's nobody around, I'll just quickly do it. 
do it on the front door. I'm not jimming it. I'm not damaging it or making a lot of noise. Well, you're not intending to. <laughs> no, no, not intending to, no. So go ahead and let's get a roll. 17. I'm going to spend seven points of luck and make an extreme success. Like there wasn't even a lock there to begin with. So, yeah, very easily Mr. Pell um, shows you, I think, for the first time, some of his technical expertise and mm. quickly, quickly gets you guys in to the... Uh, night, man. You must teach me how to do that someday. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> gets you into the foyer. And you see there's a desk... Um, like a reception desk right there in the middle of the foyer, uh, halfway up the foyer. There's um, a door to the left, a door to the right, or actually two doors to the right. So it seems like there's two rooms on the right, one in the front, one in the back, a door to the left, and uh, stairs going up. I assume we want to find Mr. Argus's uh, personal office. Well, you know, it actually might not be a bad idea to check the drawers here to see mm. if he's yeah where he's his schedule and whatnot. Or I don't know. I mean, it's we, we have we have we should have time. we should have a couple of hours. I'm sure you're. Uh, yeah, we split up. Yeah. Your well, wife is. Yeah. More than capable of distracting yeah. the young oh. man. Oh, it's, it's, it's her gift with gab. Part of that was the reason I fell in love with her. So, yes, I'm sure she'll be for a while. Before long, she'll be having him uh, hold Maddie while they go for a walk after dinner. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is we, we can be thorough about this and maybe even not yeah. split up if we uh, yeah. 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 take I our got, time. I'll go upstairs and check out. And if you guys find anything that's, that needs to be unlocked, let me know. <laughs> well, so so I think what Mr. Randolph was saying is that you didn't need to split up since yes. you have time, but if oh, you want to sorry. split up, that's more than fine if you want. Uh, let's just, let's take, take, take it together and, and then we can okay. be sure we've covered each room. So, yeah, I like the idea. Okay. Of... So if you look through Mr. Uh, what you would assume to be Mr. Langhorn's desk there, um, you know, you find mostly the standard, you know, notepads and uh, there's a telephone on the desk and a uh, calendar and then uh, you do find that there's an appointment book and mm -hmm. looking through the appointment book um really the only thing that stands out to you is that you do confirm that uh every wednesday up until a week ago there is a uh, weekly Wednesday appointment for a Brendan Sterling. Uh -huh. And flipping through the book going forward, uh, you do see that Mr. Sterling and his uh, meetings or his weekly meetings did continue up through, you know, the rest of this year, but all of them are crossed out from July. Okay. Um, or does I, that actually... Does that does that time with what Melody told us? As far as his disappearance and whatnot. So what Melody told you is that he said that he had stopped seeing him more than a yeah. month or two ago. Yeah. Uh, however, she did mention that she 
smelled something flowery on him a, a week or two ago on one of his clothes, but she just thought it was a lingering scent from from previous meetings. But this shows that he, he has attended. Yeah. yeah, okay. Correct. So it seems like maybe Mr. Sterling wasn't completely forthcoming with his wife. But are we in um, May right now? So they were planning on seeing him all the way up for a couple of months. Correct. He, and he, is there he a, had, he yeah, had go been going to appointments after Mrs. Sterling said that he told her yes. that he stopped seeing Argus. And he had continuing appointments up through the remainder of this year, or at least as far as the appointment book goes so far, which is about July or August. But all of the all of the um, appointments um, through the end of this month and then passed through July that he has there have been crossed out. Oh, okay. So yeah, as in like. As in the appointments are no longer needed for Mr. Yes, Sterling. yes. No, I, I guess I'm just trying to say it was crossed out like around the time, like last Wednesday. Isn't that about the time? That, yeah, uh, so next week for, or I guess this week forward. Yeah, it, it's, it's been, yeah, as if it were out. planned. Right, yeah. Are there other appointments for, for other people that are still in the book in the future? Uh... No. Uh, okay, so he, it looks like is Not, no one. I mean, there are appointments for people going forward. Yes. Okay. But nobody that you. Yeah. Yeah. No. So my my basically the the question was it's just Mr. Sterling that that is crossed out. Not sort of it's not sort of everyone. It's not like right we shut down. No. Gonna, there's okay. there's yep. some other names that are crossed out, but they have. Hold no meaning to you. Okay. So there's existing uh, appointments that are not crossed out and appointments that are crossed out. I'll jot down Next. some of these names actually so that maybe they'll pop up in the future. But sure. Yeah, you okay. can write down some names. Yep. Okay, Max, quick question. While they're looking through the appointment book, I want to look at this desk itself. It's a desk. Um, with my understanding of technical design and that sort of stuff, I want to see, are there anything concealed, like concealed, like in the drawer, concealed bottoms, or possibly a concealed compartment inside the desk that could be used to hide in, any information, anything? Mechan mechanical engineering role. Mechanical engineering role? A zero four. That you are 100% certain that this is just a regular desk. Okay. Mm -hmm. sturdy, right. ma sturdy mahogany. Very nice desk. Well built. Next, next room? No. Next room? Yeah. So you've got one to the left and one to the right front towards the front of the house and one to the right back of the house. Go left. So fine. on the left, you see that you walk into a nice dining room. Look around it. Is there any cupboards or anything like that in here? S seems like a pretty standard dining room. 
there's cupboards, mm -hmm. there's silver and uh, dishes and china and it's pretty standard let's, let's, dining room. Yeah, let's look for other offices first. There must be a consulting <laughs> yeah. room that uh, offices Mr. Otis used. Yeah, we can come back here if, if we find nothing else. Yeah, let's keep going kind of in circle, just come around back. I imagine they're all connected, come back to the front. Although, no, we could probably, split, the, yeah. the left side of the house and the right side of the house are split in the back by the stairwell going right. up. Oh, there's actually, I'm sorry, there's a door at the stairwell, which you probably assume maybe goes down okay. to a basement, oh, okay. but then there's the stairs going up. And then, so yeah, so there's, uh, in the dining room, you see there's another door leading towards the back. Mr. Randolph, you would assume this is um, uh, going towards where the back door would be. Gotcha, yeah, okay. Kitchen area. And yeah, let's, let's you check open the next door room. And you see in, in the house? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how's this sort of design? Wouldn't it more likely be that they're upstairs? Well, I think probably all the, the living rooms probably upstairs. There's a room just to the right as you come in as well, right? So they probably There's came a room, in. Yeah. A room to the right. So like we're in the middle of the foyer where the desk is. Mm -hmm. um, right on either side of the desk, there's the door to the left, which goes to the dining room and the door to the right. And then a little bit behind the um, uh, reception desk, is where the other door to the back room yeah. on the first floor on the right is. So that could be like a consulting room. Let's let's open that. Mm. Let's just look. <laughs> look at okay. Yep. Look at yeah. those doors. Yes. So, okay. Well, you go towards the back, and you see you, the door okay. is slightly propped open, mm -hmm. um, with a door stop there. So you push that open, and. Um, uh, as you go in and uh, open the door, a long, slim, gray Siamese cat, which is uh, uh, perched on a cupboard on the inside of what looks to be the study that you're going into, um, jump, hisses at you and jumps down and scurries beneath the uh, uh, a cupboard there. Oh. You can see its yellow eyes watching you from underneath. Don't be scared. Yeah, kitty, kitty. That's okay. Maybe I should have brought Maddie for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, as you go in, you detect a lingering sweet odor of uh, maple with a hint of some sort of flowery smell in the air. Hmm. Uh, Can we identify that as the flower, the poppy, the weed? <clears throat> you could assume so. Okay, all right. So does Perhaps this look it's, like uh, concoction the, the, he has them drink or something? The room is dominated by a large old desk and a with a with a single chair and a large bookcase. So I'm 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 thinking there should be somewhere where Argus sees his clients. Does it, this but this doesn't look like it. This looks like a, maybe a personal study. study. Yeah, this is this is a study. Oh, okay. 
So I would think, yeah, to to the right, there's still the place to the right, I would think, like a more comfortable area, so to speak, where they could sit down, maybe the couch, the chairs, maybe it's as simple as the living room or something. But yeah, so I I think you're right about this being an important spot, obviously, to study. I'm going to look through the desk. Oh, I was thinking you could hit the books off. But yeah. <laughs> All right. I think, I think so, the keeper's trying to tell us something. But, uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's okay. No, you no, no, that's okay. So <laughs> Mr. Pell walks up and uh, starts to look through the desk. Can I get listen rolls from everybody? Oh. 89 out of 20. 80, 81, Adam. Well, more, but yeah, 81. Still the fail. I'm going to burn since this is a thing um uh, i need to burn uh 20 points down for fun this is what i'm supposed to be good at so i want to keep going so um yeah it's a success so as mr pell and miss jimenez are both you know miss jimenez is standing there looking around you're looking around mr pell starts you know, looking at the desk and kind of like the papers on top. Um, Mr. Randolph, you hear the sound of some like wood on wood, something sliding, some a, a panel or something opening, and then a soft hiss of gas. Um, and uh, if you'd like, you can give me a, all of you can give me a natural world roll. I have chemistry. (laughs) I'm so close. I'm going to spend two points of luck to make a 12, a 10. (laughs) I I have made, I have a nine on that, so. Oh, nice. So any successes with the natural world, um, as note, there's a sudden sickly sweet floral odor that seems to become quite strong. As then right after you notice that you see some uh, thick yellow smoke pumping out into the room and you all drop to the floor as in the distance (laughs) in the back of your brain you hear a strange hollow yowl that seems to be of some cat-like creature. Thump, 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 as your bodies hit the floor. Mrs. Randolph. (laughs) Well, that was a nice campaign. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Good thing we decided to stick together. (laughs) How attractive is he? It sounds like I need a new husband. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is he workable material? You know. Let's see here. Let me put a picture of Mr. Langhorn in here for you. Oh, excellent. I mean, I take it he's young, so you could train him up. <laughs> Not like Gerald. He was untrainable. Well, isn't Mrs. Randolph the one with money? the money anyway? Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. You've got to have yeah, someone that can be held legally Gerald. responsible. Although if he's dead, I suppose I would get his money too. But most of his money is tied up in, you know, Fl- uh, barrels of whiskey. <laughs> yes, it's tied up in the bar. Oh no, that's not going to work at all. That's not going to work. 
So there's Langhorn for you. Um, so yeah, um, you get to you're you're at the restaurant, and eventually a um, a young man shows up. And he inquires at the front, um, and eventually the uh, the hostess brings him over to you and says, um, "Mrs. Randolph." Yes. Uh, yes. Per- Percy Langhorn. Oh, pleasure. You extend his hand, shake yours. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you for meeting me. I, as I said, I just, so many things were competing with my attention today. I've got a a gala this evening I have to get to, but I I definitely wanted to meet with you as soon as we could so I could start down this path. And who's this little guy? He reaches down to like. Maddie, yes. Maddie is. Give him a little scratch behind the ear. Um, how intuitive do we want to play Maddie? Like, does Matt <laughs> know when the bad guys are? Because he does in the movies. Um, he is a, yeah, so uh, Maddie, a folk talent. Yeah, so I, I, just, I guess... Um, wait, Maddie, did you take it? Steve, did you also right. take animal handling as a pulp talent? No, I thought that the uh, when you get the the animal, it's like you spend a pulp talent on that, right? I did. So I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking that's one of like the, like you said, it's, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's whatever the keeper wants, but yeah, I yeah, was assuming rather than just saying I, I have a dog, it's like I have a lassie or Matty. Well, what's the, what's the exact little autumn of, of yeah. the animal, animal handling? Let me see here. I think it's I not actually. Right yeah, it just gives me an advantage on the rolls. It doesn't get. Oh. The, it's not like a familiar or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, most animals do have some sort of, you know, sense as to whether a, a person is, I guess, more kind or less kind towards animals. I think that's more of, you know, the type of intuition that Maddie would have and. He allows Mr. Langhorn to give him a scratch behind the ear and kind of like sniffs his hand a little bit and, you know, might be, doesn't might seem, be a little cat on him. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he, you know, recoils at his touch or anything like that. All right. Uh, yes. So thank, thank you for, um, I mean, it's very nice of you to have me um, come out to dinner. I, I brought my notebook in case, you know, uh, you wanted to give me a little bit of background on on yourself, or was it your husband that you wanted to it's, attend? It's my husband's session? drinking drinking problem. Yes. Oh yes, yes. I'm. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, why why don't you give me a little background about him? Well, before we do that, uh, I've already ordered a drink. Would you like something? Oh no, I don't. I don't drink. Um, but oh. I, I guess I would take a seltzer. Of course, of course, and I will. Wave my hand towards the waiter or waitress. And uh, do, do you need it? Are you, I hope you're willing to have dinner with me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, yes, of course. A couple of menus here. Yes, so my husband. So I think, I mean, I know that you uh, talked about how you looked at past history, but I think this is still relevant because I'm reasonably sure his father and his father before him were also raging drunks. And um, I feel like it... <laughs> It might be something that's just carried down. <laughs> well, I, I I have heard Mr. Argus talk about things such uh, as that before. Um, you know, certain proclivities uh, that are passed down 
uh, through generations, um, you know, be it domestic violence or uh, substance abuse issues, um, you know, um, obviously uh, certain maladies of the health and the mm -hmm. such. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that that sounds out of the, the norm. Uh, he has helped some people in the past with their um, uh, substance abuse issues and whatnot. Uh, again, it all depends on how receptive they are to the method. Oh, he's he, going to be very difficult, very difficult. He is uh, pretty stubborn. Yeah, and what profession was he in? Uh, he actually used to work for a, uh, uh, a securities firm of one sort or another, doing uh, security for different businesses. But uh, when we married, he didn't really need to work anymore. So, of course, he didn't. And, um, and uh, yes, and thus we're here today with his uh, problem. So, which is not true, correct? So, uh, oh no, I think it is true. Isn't isn't that securities firm or well, security firm? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm right. trying not to say that he was a detective. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out whether or not you're fast talking him or not. You're trying uh, to be no. as honest as possible. I, I think he. I, I think of him as having worked in security. As in, you know, making sure that nothing got stolen type thing. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I'm just yeah. going to fast talk him, though, if you want me to. No, no, I, I was just, I, have I was, I was asking fast. as to whether or not more, like, you're trying to tell him as much of the truth as possible so that you're not having a fast I'm talk. I'm definitely him. bending, bending, I'm, I'm definitely saying security firm, not private detective. I'm yeah, definitely. well, that's fine. I mean, you know, semantics yeah. is semantics. As long as you're within the realm of truth, I think that's fine and no fast talk is needed. Um, now that I see so, I have fast talk, I'm going to start lying a lot more. <laughs> okay. Um, I was like, okay, yes, yes, okay, great, great. Um, it just starts taking notes. I was going to ask. Um, and, and so you've, you, you've, you're... You've had some success with this before? I mean, I can only speak to so much. I mean, Mr. Mr. Argus has had a fair amount of uh, clients and, you know, some that come more frequently than others. You know, sometimes we have patients in for only a few sessions and then they don't, you know, and then they seem to not need any more appointments. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, again, it's de depending on person to person on the, the success rate of the treatment for them. Hmm. And I'm sorry, Mr. Argus, did you he's he's unavailable? Is he filled up? Uh, he is not filled up for now. I mean, I'm I have open appointments for July. He's just out of town on a business trip. So he I mean, he's not taking any. Uh, new appointments until July. Oh, oh, excellent. What, what, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be overly curious, but what, I, I just, it's hard to imagine somebody in his profession doing business trips. Like, what, what, what is he, is he consulting with clients overseas or with uh, other practitioners I, of the arts? You know, honestly, Miss, um, he just employs me as his, uh, his secretary to help with the appointment setting and business and, you know, obviously checking in clients and making copies and, you know, 
taking notes, things like that. Yeah. But, so well, I, I don't you, really you know. You seem like much. a bright young, bright young man. You, he should give you more responsibility. I'll, I'll be sure to mention that to him when I speak. How good you were with me. And you can go ahead and give me a psychology role if you care to. I do care. I do care to roll a seventy-eight, but having more um, more luck than I know what to do with. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to burn thirty-eight. No, I do not pass. Okay. Um. So yeah. Well, sorry, I really couldn't help you much more about that, but I'm sure Mr. Argus would be more than happy to see you when he returns. Well, that's fine. That's fine. And you said he'd be back in August. Uh, July, sometime July. in July. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, well, I think, uh, oh, have you decided what you want to order yet? Yeah, and he orders, and, um, you know, like a club sandwich or something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I guess, um, we can't. Is there anything else that you're trying to glean out of this conversation in particular so we can potentially fast forward a little bit of this for you? Uh, I don't really want to role play the whole. I don't thing. want to either, but uh, <laughs> I, as delightful as it's talk to you, uh, uh, I do want to see if I can get. Um, so I know, although I as a player wasn't here, that that. Uh, that Argus recently woke up in Bellevue, right? You, what you got from, what you got from the journal that Mr. Ebb found uh, was that Fontanelle was talking about um, so, so there's a, there's a slight differentiation, right? He's speaking about a man out of time, an old soul from the golden age of Lomar, um, having recently awakened in the charity ward of Bellevue, um, about possessing the body of Ferdinand Arius. So there, there's the man Argus, and there's the entity or whatever that has possessed Argus's body. Right. So it's not that he it's not that Argus woke up in Bellevue. It's that somebody woke up it, in Bellevue. It's that Argus was in Bellevue at some point. When that is, you're unsure. All you know is that whatever I mean based on the notes in the journal, whatever inhabited Argus's body and is currently, you could assume, you know, puppeting his body, um, was, uh, you know, is, is Argus is still, you know, I guess, presenting himself that's, that's, as Argus. We know that was sure. two years ago, though, so do we know how long this chap has been the assistant. Right. So, so that's I mean, I what guess, I was going to say okay. is as, as my, my, at some point I will ask Percy about his background. Where did he go to school? What his education is? 
if there's anything that indicates that he might have been a, a psychologist, I'll say, oh, you know, I recently did a benefit for Bellevue. Have you had have you ever worked there before? I, I know some of the staff there and just watch to see if he has any uncomfortable reaction as I bring that up. Uh, you can go ahead and give me another psychology role. All right, that's a 91. Uh, However, I will burn the luck on that one because it's fun uh, and I'm lucky. So why not? Uh, so a regular success. So Mr. Langhorn, um, you know, tells you he's been working for Mr. Argus for a little over a year. Um, and when you start pressing him about some of this information, he does not look uncomfortable at all. And you can tell that he seems to be completely honest and forthcoming with you with whatever it is he knows. Perfect. All right. Well, then and we'll have a lovely dinner together, and I think he's probably not useful. And uh, I'm sure by now my charming husband has made his way out with his uh, two compatriots, and everything is going well. Yes. And we will cut back to the others. And let me put something in here. Give me one moment. So as you three... Your eyes seem to flutter and open, and it seems very, very cold. And as you kind of wake up and look, you know, down and check yourselves to make sure you're okay, um, you all realize that whatever you were dressed in before, it's not what you're dressed in currently. You're all dressed in tunics with flared shoulders that seem to be made of some sort of brown, greasy cheesecloth. And, or some, you know, burlap or cheese, you know, cheesecloth type uh, uh, material. Well, you this just won't do. Don't have <laughs> any of your possessions on you. And as you kind of come to and, and stand up, and and look around. Um, you can all give me a sand roll as you realize that you are nowhere on Earth. You are in a very strange place that does not register in your consciousness. Are we all together? Mm. You are all together. Okay. okay. Well, that a, is a... A, a, a pitted gray rock that mm -hmm. is about probably 60 feet uh, in diameter. And it, as you go ahead, what was the uh, sand rolls? Well, that was a failure, uh, okay. 78 a, out of 70. A failure oh, will be a, a D4. And a success will be a zero loss. Okay, so D4. Three. What did you say success was? I'm sorry. Zero. 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 Okay, gotcha. Uh, three here as well. What, what, what's going on? What, what, what am I wearing? Where? Ah! <laughs> Calm down, okay. madam. One Calm down. Here. Look around yourself. I believe we've stepped into those one of those wacky cases. 
This is just bizarre. So we're not, we're, we're clearly not so, in the room anymore. <laughs> you are not in Kansas anymore. Oh, wonderful. Um, let's see here. Give me a second. I'm trying to get something posted in here, but it's not working. Come on. Aha. Okay. Almost there. Great dead air here. <laughs> also, I have to get my charger because this laptop is about to die and that would be bad. All right. So, keep us in suspense. All right. So, you guys see. I'm going to have to post this in two parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh. This is like a boring. So you are the board game. You are there where it. You see where it says you start. And. <clears throat> Interesting. Wait. So you're saying we're 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 floating in space? Yes. That's why <laughs> the sand roll. Is. <laughs> How could I What's possibly not be bothered by this? It's just like when you when you finish the bottle of gin before bedtime. Sometimes you uh, sometimes you have to see these things. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> That's it. Planets and asteroids. Mr. Randolph, what's? <laughs> Where are we? And <laughs> let's see here. Perfect. Okay, so <laughs> behind you, you hear the. Well, I guess first, if anyone has science astronomy, you can go ahead and give me a science astronomy roll. Science astronomy. No. <laughs> I have science none at 1%. Um, yeah, 
I, well, you I can have, always try. I have uh, physics. Yeah. I have physics. 33. Sorry, I could spend 32 points of luck, but I won't. No, no, you're at 99. <laughs> I'm at 97, and I have a feeling I'm about to need a lot of luck. I don't know why, <laughs> but... Um... So, as you see this strange alien landscape, you look around, and you can see, off in the distance, a faint glowing shimmering door that seems to be like the door that you went through into the study at uh, Argus's house and through that door you can seem to see the faint outlines of what look like your bodies on the floor of the study it is quite far away and behind you you hear louder louder now that faint, uh, before it was faint and now it's quite louder, that piping howl as you look back and you see six of these strange jaguar-sized cat-like creatures that start to... Oh. Lope, oh lope towards you. And so if you look at the if you look at the diagram here, you've got where you are, three little planetoids, and then the most top left planetoid. And uh, that is where they are. So at the moment, let's get con rolls from everybody, please. I don't like the look of those. Ooh. They don't look like jaguars at all. <clears throat> I actually have remarkably good con. That is... Uh, oh, I rolled a zero nine. Sake. So, alright. All right. Throw these dice away. We've got Mr. Randall, we've got Miss Jimenez, and Mr. Pell. So, yeah. uh, Mr. Randall, what is your actual move? Uh, the con roll is a normal success, is that what you mean? No, no. What is your move, MOV, on your sheet? Oh, I see. I see. That's your movement. You actual move, right, movement. Uh, let's see. Where is that? It is move rate eight. Move rate eight. Ms. Jimenez? Move rate seven. And Mr. Pell? Seven. seven. <laughs> Very well. And, and um, Mr. Randolph? What type of success or failure did you roll on your con? It was a normal success. A normal success, okay. And Ms. Jimenez? I gotta spend five points of luck to get a normal. Okay, and Mr. Pell? I got an extreme success. My con an is 85 as well. success. Uh, so with the extreme success, We're gonna, that's going to make Mr. Pell at an 8 move rate for now. And uh, that will mean that Mr. Randolph, you start off with two move actions per turn. Mr. Pell, you get two move actions per turn. And Ms. Jimenez, you have one move action right. per turn. 
And what's, uh, let's see here, what's the dexes? We have that already. So it looks like Mr. Randolph is first. And then Ms. Jimenez. And Mr. Pell is third. So you see these uh, cats start moving towards you. I used to like Where... cats. <laughs> what is it you would like to do? Uh, as now you seem to be starting to get chased by these strange jaguar-sized cats, a pack of six of them. Six of them? Twice as many as I thought. So the thing I don't quite understand about being chased is they are on those three boulders. They're not on, they're not on the three small. They're on the top leftmost planetoid. They're on so the top leftmost. Okay, go ahead. There is some, they have some space between you and them that they will need to uh, move and get between before you, uh, before they get to you, which it looks like they are trying to do. How on earth are they going to get from one to another? Um, well, it looks like probably jumping is going to be what needs to happen. Oh, so we're quite close. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think, um, I think run. <laughs> he'll yell, run, ladies. Um, he'll, uh, yeah, he'll pull his weapon. And um, actually, there's nope. a little space. No weapon. You have no one weapon. of your possessions on you. And oh, you just got the toga. Nothing but yes. harsh language. So I'll use some harsh language. And so um, on on the rock you're on, it seems yeah. to be pretty bare. Um, not much on here, and you've got a quite small planetoid to the north that you could potentially move to, or a larger sized planetoid to the south that you could try moving to. You know what? As a uh, hard-boiled type of fella, and the fact that I don't find my gun on me, I'm going to look around for anything that I could use, like a heavy rock, anything like some kind of weapon, either nearby on this one, or if I look out quickly and scan my area to see if there's anything. You know, these things so are kind of can, bumpy, can, one of them spiky, et cetera, et cetera. You can use one of your movement actions for this turn mm -hmm. to yes. look around. And see what you see. Give me a spot hit. Okay. That is a spot. Um, a normal success. Yeah, you see, you don't see anything particular, but you could uh, venture to assume uh, the green planetoid with the red dots on it. It seems like there might be some uh, some sort of plant growth or something there that uh, potentially you could maybe find something like a branch or mm -hmm. something to uh, potentially use as a club on on that. 
we're talking about the green planetoid, uh, I guess you said north, the north. beyond that small yeah. one. Okay. North. Yeah, so two two planetoids away from you. Yeah, so having yelled, run, ladies, I will make a jump, I guess, is how this is going to work for the um, uh, the smaller one up there. And what you could potentially do is if you you wanted to, because these these planets are kind of bobbing and moving in space, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes getting closer, sometimes further away. Uh, sometimes further up, sometimes further down. Mm. Gravity does seem to be holding you to the top side of the uh, planetoid that you're on. So, um, you know, if if you wanted to maybe take a little more care in judging the jump that you would need to do, uh, you could spend an additional action if you have one on this on a turn to maybe make the jump a little easier for yourself and timing it. But you only have one remaining movement action this turn, Mr. Randolph. So it's either jump, uh, not blindly but wildly, or else uh, prepare myself. Um, well, it's either and- jump or prepare yourself to jump next turn. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I believe I'm a bit brash, and I'm going to leap, take the leap of faith, so to speak. Let's see how this works. Just a jump roll, then, is what we're going with? Correct. Oh, crap. I said that, realizing I'm the the lowest luck and base jump. Let's see. Oh, look at that. It's a 27. So uh, we'll spin that seven and on that planetoid. Very well. So, um, Mr. Randolph, uh, Mr. Pell, Ms. Jimenez, you see Mr. Randolph tells you to run. And he did say ladies, but there is lady and gentleman. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, so he Mr. Pell can stand to hold them off for us. He, he takes a, a run and jumps through space and lands on the next planetoid on the north towards the uh, shimmering door in the distance. Uh, Ms. Jimenez. Oh, am I really next? Yes, you have one movement action. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. Yeah, Gary has awful decks as well. That's that's uh, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I guess I'm going to take a run for it the same way that uh, Mr. Randolph has gone. I don't really want to be left on my own, left behind. Uh, I'm kind of terrified and confused. You want to jump roll? Yes, please. Why did I not put any points into anything remotely useful? I mean, if I could, if I, if I could substitute an acting roll or a charm roll... Uh, Unfortunately, no. A psychology role? I mean, I'd, I'd be pretty... Nope. Yeah, okay. nope, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, what, what are my options here? Um, my jump is 20. That is a lot of luck. I've got to make, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of these. Wait, one, two. Oh, my God. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, that's a failure with a 77. I think I just... Uh, I, I... So, Miss Jimenez, you, <laughs> you, you, you take a running jump and you seem to get about halfway between where you, your current uh, position is and the next planetoid where Mr. Randolph is, and somehow you don't quite break the gravity of this planetoid and, and, and you're pulled crashing back um, onto your onto your rump uh, yeah. and uh, you take seven points of damage. <laughs> okay, right. Well, at least next time we'll be able to make a character that uh, <laughs> could survive this encounter, but perhaps not the next one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh. Miss, Mr. Pell. <laughs> My ankle. <laughs> I, can I quickly calculate the best using physics? Because physics is good. Calculate like maybe the best to get not to the the one next to us, but further further on. And then I want to grab Shauna's arm and basically try to propel us towards it. Uh, okay, so what do you want to try and do? You want to see whether going basically south or whether calculate going north like, is going to be faster? Um, well, no, basically calculate, like, if we're sort of in space on bodies, you know, the whole different movement and that sort of stuff using physics, basically looking at the right angle to basically try to bypass the one that... Uh, Gerald has landed on, which is the grey one near us, but try to basically run and get the right angle to go onto the next one with the red dots on it. You, that is not possible. If That's not possible? Okay. No, I, no. You would have to get from one to the next to the next. Okay. You're not going to okay, be jumping I'll, over. Okay, I will then basically grab Shauna's arm and try to basically run, jump towards the next one. Okay, so you want to, so you're going to use one of your movement actions to collect Miss Jimenez and a yes. second one to try to jump with her? Yep. Okay, that's going to, to do that, I'll tell you wow. now, is going to be, is going to need to be a hard jump roll and a successful strength roll at the same time. Okay, I will, I will try it because. How strong are you? Uh, my strength is 50. By the way, uh, Miss Jimenez is size 75. She's, no. a, she's, a, she's a tall lady. I'm size 60, so you're a bit bigger than me. So you know what? I'm sorry. She towers to over you. I'll have to retract that. That's going to yeah. be a hard strength and a hard jump. Uh, uh, I can't. Well, oh, no. If you I wanted to do I'm that. Do yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. I'm... Um, if there's, are there any rocks near us? Uh, rocks in what sense? Basically, I want to pick up rocks and throw them at the creatures to give her a chance to get up so that we can basically get out of this place. So, yes, you can use one of your movement actions this turn since you still have two, since you haven't really done anything. Mm -hmm. You can use one of your movement actions to roll a luck 
and see if there's something around to pick up and throw. Okay. I'll roll my luck. Zero two. Yep. You find a, uh, a good-sized rock that you could pick up and throw at one of the cats. Yep. Uh, they are... You, you, you will know. You could prepare to throw one of the rocks, which would give you a bonus to when you do throw it. But right now... They're not at the three rocks closest to you yet. They're still two planetoids away. So okay, you, I, I will you could try and throw it now, but it would be very unlikely no, that you would hit no, that. No, no, I would, I'll prepare, basically. I want to give her a chance. I want to give Shauna a chance to get up um, so we can jump to the next planetoid together. So I'm, not, I'm trying not to leave her behind, basically. Okay, great. Um, so then you use one to find the rock using your luck, and then you use your second movement action to prepare a throw. Yep. Okay. Well, the cats (laughs) start bounding towards you, and that is going to be... I mean, I'm super glad I started on 99 luck this session, but I just don't see how I'm getting out of this. (laughs) So, we've got... One cat makes it to a rock. Uh, One cat... The second cat fails and lands back on the rock it's on. The third one fails and stays where it is. Do they do that? Do they do that cat thing where, where they like pretend that that's what they intended to do? Uh, no. <laughs> I can imagine one of them sort of spinning around and stops this lifter paw. <laughs> yeah. This one makes it. And okay, so three. Now, so we've got three cats that have made it across to those small planetoids. You've got one on each. One, two, three. And then the other three are still back on the first rock. Back up to Mr. Randolph. Okay. I'm going to prepare to jump and then jump. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, it'll take you a movement to get across to the other edge of this rock. Oh, so I can... uh, So you can get to the other side and jump, or get to the other side and prepare to jump? I'll get to the other side and prepare then. Okay, that's what you do. Ms. Jimenez, you get up and dust yourself off. Mr. Pell's got his back to you um, with a rock in his hand, preparing to uh, defend you. You're so brave, thank you. And I run and try and jump. Okay, go ahead. All my rolls have been terrible. Um, Have you thought about pushing it? That is a potential. Yeah, I mean, pushing pushing a roll when your skill is twenty is um, seems like a really good idea. Inadvisable. (laughs) Yeah, when when Phelan does like quite a chunk of damage. Oh my goodness me. Use that luck. Use that luck. Okay, I'm going to spend 
42 points of luck. Here we go. Uh, let me just, you know, friendly, friendly public service announcement reminder of the bare minimum that you need to save yourself from dying with luck is 30. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That will be the uh, one time I remind all of you of this. <laughs> Just not quite sure what I can do here. Like, um, oh. if I don't spend the luck, I'm gonna fall back and lose some more hit points, and then I sort of gradually whittle myself down that way. Oh, if I keep spending this much luck, I'm not going to get to the other. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Miss Jimenez, you could take the one action you have this turn yeah, to prepare yeah, to get a yeah. bonus act to bonus die next turn when you jump. Right, uh, but I mean, I've already I've already made a roll as I've failed, right? So okay, well, I'm kind that's of too bad. Unless you're saying as a as a kind keeper, <laughs> you are you are willing to let me. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay, um, I fail. Okay, so you try and jump again. Yeah. Unfortunately, you don't quite break the gravity again. Oh, you only take one damage this time. Okay. You are lucky. Yeah, I could do that another 23 times, so... Uh... <laughs> <sighs> All right, Mr. Pell, you've got two movement actions this turn. What are you doing? Okay. You've got three first paths that are about to jump away from you. Yeah, first movement action is basically to throw the rock. The second movement action will be jumping. Okay, so you've got that uh, bonus die on your throw roll. Cool. And that goes to a zero seven with the bonus die. So I th successfully throw. That's actually... Okay. Uh, I th throw that is actually a hard success. All right, and uh, it'll be a d6 damage plus your strength bonus. But do I have a strength bonus? No. Okay, so d6 damage is five points of damage. Oh, yeah. You hit one of these cats square in the eye. And it is not happy. It kind of does that thing where it kind of starts sneezing at, uh, from where you hit it in the face. And uh, yeah, and then you can go ahead and try and take your jump. Okay. And I will spend 20 points of luck to make it a normal success. Great, you you make it to the uh, to the you go to the rock that Mr. Randolph is on. Cool. There is another one. I mean, you could go south, or you could continue to go where Mr. Randolph is. Oh yeah, heading towards the doors. The door. They're both they're both heading towards the door. Mr. Randolph took the north route. I'm just oh. saying, at this point, you could. Actually, you know, it's up to I'm you whether actually... or not you're going to go towards the south route or to the north route. I'm going to go the south route because I'm hoping that these things will follow, yeah. will, will follow me rather than 
um, the others because I just annoyed them. That is not what I thought you were going to say. You <laughs> are a true hero, Mr. Pep. All right. So, um, well, the cats continue. Move. Move. Doesn't move. Now the three that are coming to the rock where Miss Jimenez is, move. Move. And move. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so, um, they take their one action to get to where you are, Miss Jimenez. You are now surrounded by three cats from Saturn. Amazing. Uh, Mr. Randolph. Um, so I guess I will Help! jump out the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Hold on, I'm coming. And I will uh, jump with that uh, prepared uh, thing. Is that a bonus die? Is that how that works? I, I prepared uh, yeah, to jump so you last get a bonus time. die to your jump. Yes. Okay. I ran and I prepared, and let's see if that's the bonus die was a 90. <laughs> and I rolled an 80. Um, so, <laughs> so well today. This is I know, I know. Unlike Miss Jimenez, I'm not uh, flush on luck that much, so I can't even try that. So, no, I'm going to take the tail. All right. You attempt to jump to the green planet. Unfortunately, you take six damage as you crash back into the planet you jumped from. Okay. Nice. It's harder than it looks. Ms. <laughs> Jimenez. Okay. Go Can ahead I and give me an idea roll? Uh, okay. Idea. Um, now I roll a bloody zero eight extreme idea. Okay, so a, these cats you look know like you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you could also think that as well, uh, but I don't think you needed an idea roll to uh, get that. Um, you, I mean, these cats look like they are about to pounce, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You could potentially try to use your action to fake them out and look like you're going to jump and wait to dodge. Could I do that with an acting roll? Sure. Yeah, I would allow <laughs> you to do that with I would allow you to do that with an acting roll. Oh, that's so kind of you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, you can go ahead and pre-roll that and that will affect uh, what happens when they pounce it. Yep, yeah, okay, I have I have rolled that and okay. do you want me to tell you what I got? Yeah. I got an extreme success, 15 out of 85. Awesome. Mr. Pell, what are you doing? Okay, can I scoop up a rock, toss it at the, at the cat, and then take a jump? Well, you are on a new planet now. It seems like it would take about three movements to get to the other side of this planetoid that you're on, ah, since it's okay. a little bit larger. Well, can I and grab a rock, throw it, and then run? So if you want to try and look for a rock, you can use an action to get a luck roll. 
So I'd use an action to basically get a rock and then an action to throw. You can use an action to get a luck roll to see if you <laughs> get find a, a rock. Yep. yep. Wow. Okay, I will do that. Oh my God, I hate Chaser so much. Uh, 40, 40 is a, I think it's a, a normal success. My luck On is your 62. Luck? Okay. It's 62. Well, that's good. Uh, you find a rock, and so you've got one movement action left for this turn. I'm going to basically throw it. It's less about, I'll try to aim for the one that I hear, but it's less about you could, hitting you, more the, about distracting. Right. So, but you could. So, you're aiming for the one that you already hit. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack, uh, a throw roll, or a, you know, attack roll. A zero nine. Woohoo! Okay. Give me a d six. D six. Uh, that's uh four. Oof. Um, this thing stumbles. Uh, so it looks like this one is not going to pounce. Uh, on its turn because you've hurt it pretty badly and it's lost its focus on the moment with uh, Miss Jimenez and is now looking hungrily towards you even though it's pretty <laughs> hurt. Um, so, Miss Jimenez, this thing, one of them tries to pounce at you. Mm -hmm. Oh, and he rolls a 98 and goes sailing over you and... Launches in, off into the depths of space? In, into the void. Yes! And you hear a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, cats in space. And the other one rolls a 90 and oh, wow. uh, goes sailing past you. And let me see here. Yep, and that one also into the void of space. Okay, I see a way out of this, but it's, it involves the keeper rolling as badly as me. So, uh... <laughs> and the other, the, use that let's to make, see. So I then we've got we've got uh, yeah. we've, we've got two that have made it to the interposing planetoid. So they're going to try to move to the rock that Miss Jimenez is on. They one makes it. The other one makes it. So, yep, there's two more cats that have just now landed. Uh, there's three total. The injured one looking towards Mr. Pell and the two two more fresh ones that are now on the planetoid with Miss Jimenez. And the one that was left behind that hadn't made it off in two rounds, he is now on one of the interposing rocks. So, back up to Mr. Randolph. Okay, ready myself and jump. That weapon is at hand. Son of God. No. <laughs> no, but too far away to spin down. This is sucks. <laughs> this just sucks. Uh, I'll take the hit. Do we lose your max? Max? Uh, max has just quit. He's just given up. We're yeah. too incompetent. <laughs> and, um... Well, he went on mute, so. Uh, 
Meanwhile, it's, it's Dean orders no dessert. Online. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little chocolate mousse would be lovely. <laughs> I really shouldn't, but you know, one should live dangerously. Sorry, I walked away to get some more coffee, and, and soon, I thought it was going to take another second for Steve there. So, okay. Um, so you don't make it, unfortunate. So, but wait, did you only use one movement action to do that? I readied and then I jumped. So that's oh, the bonus. Wow. And you still yeah. fail. Oh, such a bummer. Well, when you have a 20 jump here, yeah. Five <laughs> points of damage this round. Oof. As you crash back into the same planetoid, cursing yourself for not taking that additional gym class elective uh, in high school when you were younger. Yes. Uh, okay. Ms. Jimenez, it is your. Can I- can I just jump? Because I'm. I, uh, can I? Is that still an option? Yeah. You can just okay. Jump. Yeah. I, so I had two good rolls when I when I've not tried to jump. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I think there's something that doesn't want me to get off this rock. Uh, aha! Sixteen is just a success. Yes. Nice. Oh, you, thank goodness! You, I'm going to tick that skill. And you. Jump and you make your way to the second rock. <laughs> well, which rock is the second rock? The, the, oh, the, I'm, I'm, the same rock as Mr. Randall. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming you could tell that, me that are was, you following no, Mr. Yeah. Pell or going after Mr. Randall. Well, Mr. given Pell is the one who successfully. Given uh, given Pell is distracting them with rocks, I really don't want to go that way. So yeah, good point. Good so point. you you go to the rock with Mr. Randall. Yes. I'm gonna say, He's more competent than <laughs> what he's trying to do than the person on this rock. Yeah. Mr. Pell. Gerald, Gerald, what's going on? Help. <laughs> okay. Now that I see she's gone, I'm basically Don't just running. So running, uh, oh. running to the far side so I can then take another jump. Okay. Well, you take two movement actions and you'll be able to mm-hmm. jump on your next round. You're yep. at the edge now. So cool. Um, all right, so we've got some cats. Let's see what happens. Uh, let's do... We've got the injured one is definitely going after you, Mr. Pell. So he's going to jump, and he makes it onto your rock, and one movement towards you. So he's uh, getting closer. We've got the other cats. Let's see which way they go. Oh, no. They're going towards Mr. Pell. And one towards Ms. Jimenez and Mr. Randall. So the one going towards the north makes it across and prepares to pounce. The one going south makes it across and takes an additional movement. Um, And then the one that still needs to get to the start point where you guys were makes it across. And then, which way is he going to go? Oh, he's going to go north. So we've got two and two. And jumps across. So now we've got um, one that's just landed on the same rock as Mrs. Mrs. Ms. Jimenez and Mr. Randolph. One that has landed and is preparing to pounce at either Mr. Randolph and Ms. Jimenez. And we have two that are, you know, one injured and one fresh, 
that are about one movement away from Mr. Pell on the south route. Mr. Randolph, what do you do? Uh, well, now it's not just pounce at like Randolph because I had to use a movement to get to the other side to jump, right? So we have... Oh, so yes, they're getting ready to pounce at Ms. Jimenez. Right. One's getting ready to pounce at Ms. Jimenez. And that one would not have had to just hope out of hope. Like after it landed on our original starting spot, it would not have had to move to a jumping spot. It could just jump immediately, right? So we definitely have two on our rock. There's two on your rock, yes. Okay, two on our rock. They're both with Miss Jimenez between you and the cats. Okay. <clears throat> wonder how many more lumps I can take. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'm not having much luck getting a weapon, and there is a, no offense, but a damsel in distress in this pulp scenario for this hard-boiled detective. So, um, I guess, oh, God, this is so stupid. I'm going to run, <laughs> use one movement for where they are, and um, uh, maybe give a flying, I'm going to wrestle a cat from Saturn, I think you call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you guys don't know what they're called, but. Yes, yes, a, but yes, I'm going to wrestle a savage space cat um, in a tackle. All right. Cheer bravado. Okay. That is a, um, uh, let's spend six to make it a hard success. All right. What are you trying to do with this uh, maneuver? Uh, well, the one movement would be to, um, to get, get across. The, the second then... would be to a hopefully painful tackle of it where i can kind of get behind it where it's not going to bite me right away but knock it to the ground oh oh you know what's very pulp and very savage i'm going to get it in a headlock yeah okay <laughs> i'll be riding its back kind of choking it right um, it's it's gonna try and dodge you which it does it was a hard success to scissor oh Yes, it rolled a 15, which I think it has a, let's go to the page here, there, dodge, which for a dodge, it needs to beat it by one level, correct? Uh, or dodge, a, a dodge is a tie, and an attack is has to beat it, or a fight back, rather, so yeah, if it ties the hard success. Oh, you know what? It, it, it doesn't make a hard. Yes, so you grab it. You head you headlock this cat from Saturn. Nice. Nice. This is yeah. This is appropriately pulp. <laughs> this is awesome. Ms. Jimenez. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> my hero. <laughs> and uh, uh, I will use my my movement action to uh, run to the other side of this rock. <laughs> All right. So you run to the other side of the rock. Mr. Pell. Desperately, I had my revolver. <laughs> that I know, right? know how to use. <laughs> yes. Uh. 
I am going for a jump. All right. Um, a preparation and then a jump? Yeah, I'll do a die? prep. I'll do a preparation and then a jump. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay. 46 aura. 26. So I think there's still a fail, but I will spend the six points of luck to make a success, normal success. Great. You make it to this small sized planetoid, the uh, spiky red one. Um, yeah. Cool. And now we've got some cats, cats, cats. Uh, one of them is going to try to bite you, Mr. Randolph. The one you have in a headlock. Can it? Because I've kind of got it grappled, I guess, in the old things. Wouldn't he have to like well, break? Well, then I guess or? I guess we'll have him try and break the grapple then. And hold on, let me see. Oh, you are lucky. That was actually the one that was getting ready to pounce. So that is pretty lucky. Um, uh, but you probably would have gone the one that looked like it was about to pounce on Miss Jimenez anyway. Right. So, yeah. so let's see here. Uh, we'll try to break your grapple. And it does not break your grapple. Nice. You are lucky. The other one um, makes a move and tries to get ready to pounce on Miss Jimenez. Now we've got the two. They take both of their moves, getting to the edge of the rock and continue chasing Mr. Pelt. Back up to Mr. Randolph. Steve? Did we lose? Uh, I, no, I'm sorry. I, um, I had a visitor. I, I, I missed. Uh, I, I realized that I was uh, able to hold on, and the other one was preparing to pounce on uh, the other Ms. one, Inez, and then I. Getting ready to pounce on Ms. Jimenez. And it's my uh, my turn now, right? Your turn, yes. Okay, all right. Um, so, hmm. Is this going to cause damage by holding on to it? Or, like, what if No, you've just got doing? it grappled right now. Just got it held. Yeah. And uh, is it possible to, like, keep it grappled and punch it in the face? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. hold it in the headlock and you want to punch it in the face with the other? Okay, then I will do that. Punching a little giant cat in the face. Awesome. Um, all right, this will be the last time I can spin luck. <laughs> I will successfully poke it in the eye or punch it in the nose or whatever. All right, so just give me your unarmed damage. Uh, sorry, now I have cats crawling all over me. <laughs> In real life, yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they heard the 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 call of their brethren. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, okay, unarmed is one d three. 
which is one plus one D four, which is four points total. All right. It lets out a, a yowl as you uh, poke it in the eyes. Three Stooges style. Um. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> sorry. I have an idea for an action, I guess, next time. Well, I think that was only one action that you spent. You've got two. <clears throat> um, is it possible, since I haven't grappled already, to throw it off this rock and into the void? Oh, nice. It's going to be a hard strength roll, but you can go ahead and try. Oh, yeah. I'm actually pretty strong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just spit that luck. I'm tonight. only I'm two points away from the hard success. But if I do that, I'll go under the 30 threshold. Wow. Decisions, you know what? decisions. No, no, no. Not for a tough guy. Hope hero. I love you, baby. Hopefully, I he can make it home. He said to not his wife. He said to no, 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 no. no. no I get you. Alberta. You were speaking into the ether to uh, yeah. Mrs. Randolph. That's right. That's right. And I will uh, spend the two luck and hurl this thing off into the spacey void. And as you hear a, uh, as it gets hurled into the space, the void. You don't know where it goes. All right. It looks like we're down to uh, Ms. Jimenez. Yep. Um, now, there, there is, is one of these things preparing to pounce on me? It is. Yeah, okay. Then I've just got to, I, I don't have time to prepare. I've, I've got to jump. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Well, we all know what the worst that could happen is. <laughs> um, I jump and... Okay, 45. Yeah, okay, I, I will spend 25 points of luck. All right, then you make it to the next rock. This is uh, quite a large rock here. You see there's some uh, overgrowth and uh, foliage that some alien foreign shrubbery um, that's covering this mm. uh, planetoid. That's the weapon rock. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Pell. You've got okay. two cats that are gaining on you. I'm running and then jumping. Okay. Well, you were at the edge, so you can go ahead and jump with a bonus oh, jump. die. Yep. Okay. So, well, it's a 16. A 16 success. All right. You make it to the next small planetoid. Yep. Am I far enough? Am I close enough to jump again, or uh, do I have to well, you used the bonus die. Oh, uh, yeah, bonus your die. actions. Yep. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll just let you know I have to go to you um, soon as well. Uh, okay. Um, well, let's see here. So, 
Uh, let's see if this can be quick. Um, we've got. I don't like the way you say that. <laughs> we've got uh, the two following Mr. Pell. So cats fall, you will die. Yeah. <laughs> we've got um, a move and then a jump. It makes its jump. We've got a move and then a jump. It makes its jump. Um, so now they are right next to you, Mr. Pell. And then we've got the one that was preparing to pounce. It will turn instead, take a movement, and then try to bite Mr. Actually, it's going to try and... Yeah, it's going to try and bite you, Mr. Randolph. Uh, and it fails. So it misses. Could I have fought back? Uh, sure, go ahead. Okay. With uh, you just trying to punch it in its face as it tries to bite you? Uh, I mean, I'd like, I need to grapple this thing again, but um, I don't know if I'd be able to grapple it. You can't do that on back. a fight back. No. Right, yeah, it's just a, another dot it. Cross its T. Dot its I. Oh, wait, 10. Will nice. definitely succeed. So, uh, again. Well, that's good. D plus three. So, six. Oof. Yeah, it is not happy with that punch to the face. Uh, Mr. Randolph, go ahead. You've got two actions. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, you know, this one, I'm just going to. I'm just going to keep smashing it. I'm already punching at it, so I'm going to keep on going. Let's see if we can attack Fighting Brawl twice. Okay, it'll try and dodge. One is a normal success. And the dodge is... The dodge is also... Yes, is a normal success. So okay. dodges. The second one is a hard success. Okay, and its dodge is a fail. Nice. So, uh, come on, Randolph. So, five points that time. Five points? Yes, sir. Uppercut for the win? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you end up uh, seeing its neck turn to a weird angle as you punch it. And it falls down and slumps to the ground. Awesome. Nice. I uh, wrestled an alien cat into space and I broke <laughs> one's back. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. Ms. Jimenez. I, I want to run towards the door, so I'm, I'm making my way across this rock. All right, so um, it seems like it's going to take about three movements for you to get across the Dear edge, God. so um, that's one move. Yep. Uh, Mr. Pell. Yep. I am moving and jumping, and I don't think I'm going to delay because you sit there right next to me. Yep, they are right next to you, so you're going to move and jump. Mm-hmm. So no bonus dice. Nope. 
Okay, I need to spend 10 points of luck. Mm, that would take me down to 46. Okay, I spend my luck. And that's a success. And I think we should probably, because there's no more cats after Mr. Randolph and Miss Jimenez, and they're just after Mr. Pell, I think we should just <laughs> stick with Mr. Pell and the cats for the moment. Um, since it is time and Gary needs to go. Uh, so, okay, the cat's behind you. I'm sorry, you made it? Yep, I made with it. With your yep. luck burn? All right. Cool. With, with my luck burn, yeah. Awesome. So you are now on this next rock, which is another small rock, the one that looks like a little sun there. Um, yep. So you could move across in one and then jump on your next turn. So the yep. cats, they move and now that double move and now they're at the edge double move and now they're at the edge go ahead mr pell okay move uh sorry i'll you said i have to move and jump on this one correct yep okay i will do that man 40 again that's going to be another 20 points of luck. Uh, I'm going to risk it. Okay, 26 luck. Yeah. Okay, so you make it? Okay. I make it. I'm just spending 20. Yeah. All right, this next rock looks like it's going to take two movements to get across before you jump. We've got the ones behind you jumping, makes it, jumping, makes it, and they move to the edge of the rock. So now they're, they can jump next turn to the rock that you're currently on. Go right ahead, Mr. Pell. It'll take you both movements that you have to get to the edge before you can jump next turn. I'll do that. Okay. The cats, they will jump, make it. Jump, make it, and move. They are now at, uh, they'll need to jump to the rock that you're on next turn. Go ahead. Okay, so I can now. You can either um, jump and then move, or you can prepare and jump with a bonus die. Okay, I'll prepare and jump with a bonus die. Go ahead. Okay. And then, oh, is there a nine or ninety-nine? So success. That's uh, extreme. All right, you make it to the rock that's one away from you're on the last rock before the shimmering door. So, um, we've got the cats on a jump. Thing. Ooh, nice. And nice. Okay, they make it and they move. Go ahead, Mr. Pell. Okay. Two moves to get to the other side of the rock. Do that. Okay. And now the cats uh, move and jump. They're now just landed onto the rock that you're on, Mr. Pell, but they're on the other side. 
Okay, so, I'll prepare, prepare and jump. Go ahead. For the door. Because the next thing is the door, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. Okay. success. Mr. Pell, you jump and you make it into the door and miss you guys, uh, Mr. Pell disappears as we yes. have the cats stuck there. I think we'll have to probably cut it for today. Uh, but what we can do is we can uh, get back and give uh, Mr. Randolph and Ms. Jimenez, uh, I think, four or five turns um, to do what they will do, unless you guys want to do that right now and we can let Gary go. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine to stick around for a bit longer, but the, uh, did you say there's no longer any cats on our side? Not on your side. So oh, while that was happening, I yeah, wanted to do that so Gary yeah, could drop off yeah. if he needed to. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there is there any chance we can just like because we seem to have time, just prepare and be careful and you know move leisurely, get bonus die when jumping. You well, can do that. Yeah, you can do that. So you're both at the green and red planet. Mm -hmm. So you've got it's a three it's a three move planet. So it'll take you one, two, three. Three turns. Mm -hmm. um, well, but since the door is kind of too far away, it looks like the cats. Yeah, I think if you guys can give me the one, two, three, four, five. I'll need five jump rolls with bonus dies. Okay. From both of wow. you to make. Could it I up. get two bonus dies? <laughs> Since no, I have you can already. only you can only get an additional bonus die. All right, you got you got to ask. You got to ask. No, that makes sense. Um, okay, how many did you, did you say total? I need five bonus rolls with jump or jump. Five just, jump rolls with bonus dies for you guys to make it to the door. And I guess we should pause every time we fail to see how much we are hurting ourselves. Two eighty threes. So that means I uh, need to take some damage, I believe. Seven. <clears throat> seven. And seven. Oh, nasty. I'm spending 18 points of luck on that first jump. Second, I succeed with a uh, 19. Oh, nice. The second, I succeed with a zero nine. Third. I succeed with a 20. No, 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 no. That is actually a zero three. Haha. <laughs> yes. Extreme success. 16 for me. But let's see. We're, um, it was five jumps we had to make, right? Yep. So, so we had two successes correct and one fail. So that means we still have three to go. I have two to go. Cause oh, I you still have three to go. Oh, wait, you didn't, you spent, Oh, oh, yeah, okay. You said the two sevens. That was actually, I had one fail. I meant with the bonus die. So, okay. Right, yeah. right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So then, you, if you've only failed one jump, then that was only seven. Right. Yeah, but I have three. Sorry. Yep. Now I'm clear. Right, oh, if, if I spend luck on this roll, I am down to 30. <laughs> but I'm also free. 
so I think I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this as damage actually, um, Max. Okay, so you take one roll of damage. Yep. One damage. You are oh, as Jimenez. Nice. God, I mean that's great, but <laughs> <laughs> you got the luck. All right, so I'm down to twelve hit points. I'm taking one damage, one roll of damage. Oh, yes. Okay. And my final. Damage is seven. God, those seven gloves. So I'm senseless for a little while. (laughs) We're almost there. We're almost there, Mr. Randolph. You you saved me. You're my hero. Uh, As I as I jump through the door with a uh, regular success on my final roll. Do you go to zero, Mr. Randolph? No, but I did knock myself out that last time. Oh, shit. No, really? (laughs) Well, you can spend luck to avoid unconsciousness. Okay. Uh, Like, how much luck would that be? two points, I believe, and then two points per round to stay up after that. So it's one luck the first time, and that doubles each round afterwards. There you go. Okay. I mean, I'm not, like, dead unconscious. I just... uh, Unconscious, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I forgot to do my con roll, actually. I'm sorry. So, but I failed that anyway. So, yeah, I'll spend one luck at the time. And my feet try again. I've got two jumps to make. My count is right, and I'm sure it is. Zero two on that one, so that works. One more. Come on, buddy. Okay. Um, hang on. First off, let me do two more minutes <laughs> <laughs> to keep this down. Okay, so uh, it's 20. Yes, I have just enough. I have two points of luck left, and I'll spin down and make it to the door. And as Mr. Randolph makes it through the door, you all wake up bruised, battered, bleeding. On the floor of Ferdinand oh, Argus's God. study. Does 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 Gerald actually wake up? Yeah, I, I actually probably wouldn't at this point. I'm not going to keep well, yeah. luck. Well, okay, yeah. If you don't have any more luck, then I mean, Ms. Jimenez and Mr. Pell wake up, and Mr. Randolph is there. He is unconscious, but he is still breathing. Oh wow! Woo. And I think that's where yeah. we will end the session for today. Well, that was amazing. Oh no! Wait, and <laughs> yeah. so then we then we cut then we cut back to Mr. Ebb, who is sitting comfortably in a chair with a snifter of <laughs> reading comfortably as he turns another page in the book. All I think right. that is where we will end it. For